welcome back to the pursuit. Do you want to introduce me? yourself? <laughs> um, I'm Kenzie. <laughs> Kenzie. Yes. <laughs> what is your? Everybody like goes by social media now. Oh yes. So what's so your easiest way to find you? <laughs> Color by the caramel girl on Perfect. Instagram. And yes, I do say caramel, but when I say it. I normally say With caramel for app. some reason. <laughs> it's like more phonetic. <laughs> yes, it just so sounds like, better. It rolls off the tongue better. You know better. that people are going to like type in C-A-R-A-M-E-L yes, instead of caramel, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so Kenzie is with me today. We're about to introduce her a little bit more. But today we're going to be talking about the comfort zone and getting out of your comfort zone. Yes. I'm really excited about it. Um, and... This whole podcast, while I was thinking about it, I was like, this whole podcast is kind of something that's out of my comfort zone and mm-hmm. still is. You can tell probably by how awkward I am <laughs> in these episodes. No. Um, I have never done anything like this before. Neither have I. When I was a kid, I always wanted to do like a radio show with my dad. It was like, mm-hmm. he used to run the radio at BYU. Oh, like, that's so Way cool. back forever, like 70s. Um, and so i like we've always talked about it and i was like this is a fun way that i could kind of do that yeah. now that podcasts are so like everybody's doing podcasts. yeah yeah <laughs> so so yeah um but uh the pursuit is if you don't know if you're listening to the third episode for some reason instead of the first one <laughs> um it's about chasing your dreams and i bring people in here who are chasing their dreams and doing what they love to do and talk to them about it and talk to them about them um and then i also like to share a musical guest um so Mm -hmm. this week it's a guy named ben day he's wonderful and you'll hear his song later you kind of heard it at the beginning but you'll hear the rest of it later um so one thing i really wanted to let everybody who's listening know about is um you can send me questions and comments and there's even an option because i use anchor to do this (laughs) if you have the anchor app for some reason which i think (laughs) most people don't use the anchor app but if you have it you can like go to my the pursuit podcast page and you can like send in voice memos that i can like play oh that's so cool so i can like play you asking a question in your own voice and then i can answer it and it'd be really cool cool, or like a comment or whatever so anyway use that if you want and then i was hoping to be on apple podcasts by Mm -hmm. now because it's been like a whole month (laughs) and i'm taking it up i know i looked for you i know it's so hard (laughs) I think a lot of more people would listen to it if I was on Apple Podcasts. Well, like, what does it take? Like, do you have to... They just take a really long time. So Apple is, like, very notorious for being, like, the longest to accept a podcast into their library. So they have to, like, review it and everything. And I think one of the things is that I submitted it for distribution before I had an episode, and they don't like that very much. Oh. So um, Anchor is doing my distribution for me, and I emailed them, like, on Friday... Mm-hmm. So I'm going to follow up with them tonight, but <laughs> we'll see. I know. I heard you guys talking about Spotify on your last episode. Yeah, and I was Spotify. Like, um, I am not a Spotify person. <laughs> I feel so out of the loop. Yeah. But I got is... Spotify just to listen, and I'm oh, really wow. glad I did. <laughs> That's so nice. Um, Google Podcasts is an, op- oh. an option, too. I don't know if that's the thing. Um, I use Google Podcasts to listen to mine, but I'm kind of a weird person. Um, anyway, that's neither here nor there (laughs) lots of interesting things about podcasting um so we're gonna dive into uh kenzie and i guess just reintroduce yourself really quick um i've kind of already gone over who you are a little bit but what do you do and what is your passion why is it your passion talk to me a little bit about yourself yeah so my name's kenzie i am 26 years old 
Um, I am a groomer part-time and I am an artist part-time, um, which I really enjoy. I just get to create all day, which is really fun. Um, I really like painting with watercolors. That's kind of my jam. <laughs> but um, yeah, I do all sorts of art. Um, and yeah, I just play with dogs. It's Sounds Amazing. like the life. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is Dogs and art all day. <laughs> I feel like I'm like, what did I do in a past life to deserve this? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um. So, why? I guess like, why painting? What drew you to that? <laughs> why painting? It's so weird. Um, when people ask me that, because in high school I actually failed my art class. I was I. I guess I was really bad. I don't know. I don't know how you can grade art, but apparently I was bad at it. Um, You're different. But yeah. <laughs> um, art, I mean, going back to your previous episode, art really has healed me. I'd really identified with that um, just because I normally feel like uh, most of my artistic journey has um, come literally at the same time of like a big event in my life that either made me depressed or made me want to recoil into myself. Um, so yeah, why art? Just because it, it gets me through. <laughs> it helped you when you needed it. Yeah. Right? That's awesome. Um, that kind of answers my next question, which was how <laughs> your passion has affected you. Like yeah. how your, like your art has affected you. Is there anything else that you wanted to talk about with I that? I mean, or? art has really... Uh, I mean, brought me out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Um, crazy amounts. Um, and it's also connected me with a lot of people, uh, especially social media wise. I have met, I mean, cool people like you. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, it's kind of opened me up to the world yeah. outside my studio. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. I, I mean, there's so many people that I am like really good friends with now that my photography has led me to mm-hmm. and like even just social media in general yeah. like I think I remember when when we were teenagers and kids and stuff uh it was always kind of like uh you had social media friends and then you had real friends mm-hmm. and now I feel like they're kind of blend together yeah. and like we as adults are like yeah like you're a random person on Twitter. Let's go yeah. get coffee. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think you're fun. <laughs> or yeah, I um, have so many people I haven't even met that I yeah. feel are uh, Very genuine close. friends. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, me too. And I had a lot of those growing up too. I mean, <laughs> this is an embarrassing fact about me. <laughs> so my first girlfriend uh-huh. was like this girl that lived um, all the way in Virginia. And I still to this day have never met her in oh. person. <laughs> But we were like super close. We talk I on mean, the phone all the time, yeah. and like I mean, I almost would yeah. dare say that's even closer than a lot of relationships could because yeah. you don't get to see each other. Yeah, it was it was cool. I mean, <laughs> still friends, it's great. But I just think that's so funny. Some people, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> My, like our, I don't know. I'm our parents were surprisingly <laughs> like fine with it. They're oh. like, oh yeah, you're on the phone like five hours a day with this okay. girl. That's fine. You're 13, whatever. <laughs> um, especially for Mormon parents, that's kind of surprising. Yeah. Like, <laughs> But yeah, um, so going back to what we were talking about, um, so you said like your art helping you get out of your comfort zone yeah. and um, part of that, I guess something I wanted to talk about was like, how did you find your voice with your art? Like, I'm sure you're still developing like yes, a style, yeah. but you definitely have a very distinct style. Like oh, that's when good I to look hear. at your art, <laughs> it does stand out from the rest 
in my eyes at least. <laughs> um, and so I guess like, w- how has that evolved? Like, oh, that's yeah, that's a good question. Um, so when people, I've I've done a few art shows now, and a lot of uh, a lot of the time people ask me. Um, like, what was your inspiration? What what do you want this a feeling? Like, what feeling do you want to evoke with this? And I always say, I my goal for my art has always been for people to look at it and say, wow, that's really beautiful. But that also really creeps me out. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just like the beautiful and bizarre, just, yeah. just a little bit um, eerie almost. Yeah. Um, I, I just feel like a lot of life is like that, where um, something in nature will be beautiful, but then it kind of rots and goes away and yeah. is kind of a little bit unsettling. But that's all also what makes it so beautiful, <laughs> if that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it creates a depth so that it's not just like, it's not just pretty. It's not just like just, interesting to look at. It's yeah. like there's something more going on with yeah. what you're looking at rather than just like, oh, that's really nice. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. like it it provides kind of a character and realism to it, I guess, that you yeah. can kind of feel. Well, and that's what's so strange too is um, I I had a lot of family growing up that was kind of like, why don't you just paint like some pretty landscapes or like why does everything have to look so weird? <laughs> and it's just like I, I, I want that feeling. I want people to look at my art and feel like it might be a little bit different than what they normally see. So Yeah, and I think – doing that is kind of like in its own way getting out of a comfort zone yes. not that it's necessarily yours because like you have your style you know what you love mm-hmm. to do but getting out of the comfort zone that other people try to put you in yes or make me feel uncomfortable about yeah, yeah. it's like oh like that's weird that you do this. yeah yeah <laughs> and then it's like is it weird that i do this i yep. don't know <laughs> i don't know but i kind of like it <laughs> yeah yeah um i can't super relate to that with photography most people like at least with what the type of thing that I do, like portraits, mm-hmm. most people are like, "Oh, it's a portrait. It's fine." <laughs> oh, I, I mean, um, I, yeah. If you look at anything I do, I love portraits too. So <laughs> yeah, um, but I think part of growing as like an individual is knowing what criticism to take and like what is just somebody trying to make what you're doing theirs. If that makes sense. Oh yeah. Like yeah. like. Um, not necessarily ignoring people who are like, hey, you should do this instead. But knowing, like, why you're doing what you're doing, um, what you really love about what you're doing, and um, seeing yourself in what you're Mm -hmm. creating so that it's not what everybody else wants you to make. Yeah. If that makes sense. Exactly. And I think a lot of, like, famous creators... I listen to a lot of, like, YouTuber podcasts, Mm -hmm. and, like, I watch vlogs, and I listen to a lot of people who are like entrepreneurs and stuff. One of the big things that they talk about is um, like you can't listen to not just your haters, but also sometimes you need to not listen to the people that really love you or love a certain thing about you. Mm -hmm. Like you can't let somebody else keep you in a spot. It's like, I love when you make tutorial videos all the time. Please make more tutorial videos. I'm going to unsubscribe from you. you Yeah. But also you're going to unsubscribe to me, to me if you, if I'm making tutorial videos and you can tell my heart's not in it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so like always do what you want to do. Exactly. I guess that's my point is yeah. like <laughs> do what you want to do, even if it's not what other people want you to do. Yes. So, um, 
So let's talk a little bit more about you. So what are your plans moving forward from here? <laughs> oh, um, I actually just reached a big milestone of mine. I went parked at, went down to part-time at my full-time job to pursue art. Um, it's kind of been a gradual step for me. I wish I could be one of those people that just leaps into the dark, but yeah, I, I think a lot of us are not that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, baby steps. Um, I, yeah, I just went part-time, which is really crazy for me. Um, but my, my main goal is to kind of make art more of my full-time thing. And then I always want to groom. I always want to do something with dogs. It's just in my blood. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely want to spend more time on my art. And I have actually wanted to learn how to sculpt lately, which mm. is kind of weird. <laughs> I like it's really, uh, so many of my paintings, I'm like, I wish I could turn these into 3d objects so badly. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, maybe Maybe I'll tackle that soon. That would be very exciting. Yeah. And it's out of your comfort zone. <laughs> yes. Have you done sculpting before? No. Oh, okay. I mean, I did a little bit in school, but yeah. nothing, yeah, nothing major. You didn't, like, dive into it no, at all. So this would no. be kind of a first-time thing. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm a huge believer in, like, trying a lot of different things. Yeah. Um, I always, <laughs> something that I always say about myself is that I'm a jack-of-all-trades, but a master of none. Like yes. I'm, I'm good at some, like I'm good at a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I'm not great at a lot of things. Yeah. Like I, and I think about this specifically like with music because growing up, my whole family is really musical. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like my mom plays piano. My dad plays guitar. Everybody mm-hmm. sings. Um, and my brothers were in different, like they used different band instruments, like trumpet, trombone, mm-hmm. like, um, my sisters would play flute and violin and all that <laughs> stuff. So I obviously tried to learn lots of different instruments. Yeah, yeah. And I got to the point with, um, like, people are always like, oh, do you play any instruments when they meet me in context with my family? Because they're like, oh, everybody in that family plays yeah. instruments. <laughs> and I'm one of the only ones in the family who really doesn't play any <laughs> instruments. And so I'm like, She's like sorry I'm like, <laughs> okay at instruments. Like, I can keep a beat on the drums. I can like I can read music Mm -hmm. I can kind of play piano I can kind of play guitar but I'm not really good at it you shouldn't ask me to do anything (laughs) when it comes to that like you're not the guy at the party that pulls out the guitar no No, I'll sing if other people play the instruments Uh but that's the only thing I'm confident (laughs) doing so so yeah but I've I I used to hate that like I used to feel really really bad about that like why can't I just like get really good at one thing yeah yeah and um and i would say that it's still applicable even though i think photography has been one of the things that i've chased the longest yeah um my dad was um, a photographer oh really yeah he was a photographer for the salt lake tribune for for many many years wow (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'm assuming that he loved it or oh yeah he still (laughs) does i he's he has his own dark room in his house he makes his own film yeah (laughs) yeah i know i'm like i wish i could be my dad (laughs) yeah yeah i wish that i could play piano yeah (laughs) so i totally i totally identify with that i'm like i wish i could take pictures (laughs) yeah i i don't know and as time has gone on like i guess my point is just that like I'm realizing now it's actually really great to be good at a lot of things and not necessarily like, yeah, if one thing costs you a lot and you spend years and years on that and you're just a master at it, then like, 
by all means do that. Yeah. But um, for me personally, like I've had a lot of fun and I feel like it just adds value and like, well, and you're not so afraid to jump into something, yeah, too. like and, podcasting. Yes, yeah. And at the same time, like, if you want to develop any of those things further, you're not trying it for the first time. Yeah. Um, which is often the hardest for people, I feel like, is yeah, just that first initial being really bad. Liter- just just doing something the first time and being the worst you'll be at it ever in your life. And it's so funny because I'm the opposite. I'm like, I'm really good at trying to do something, and then I'm really bad at sticking to it for a very long time but uh yeah i don't know it's it's good though i i'm having fun doing photography and i started doing video and who knows what i'm gonna do next yeah but and that's i mean i've said this on the podcast you've heard me say this probably uh i don't know if i'm gonna keep doing the podcast i don't know how consistently or how much i'm gonna do it but i'm having fun doing it right now so like well, and Here I feel like not putting a, a bunch of restraints on yourself or setting too lofty of goals. Yeah. I, I find when I, when I set goals for myself that are too strict, I end up disappointing myself. So it's always yeah. healthy to have like a goal in mind, but enough room for you to just like get tired stress. of it. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It happens and I think that's us. what will end up being why this podcast lasts a little while (laughs) and I think why photography has lasted because there was a point last year like towards the end of the year that I was like feeling very discouraged about photography and I was like I don't know if I should keep doing it at all like I can't get people to pay me I can't get clients I've never shot a wedding still Mm -hmm. I like I was kind of like comparing myself to a lot of other people which is always bad and um I realized, and I'm glad that I realized this because now I'm doing like so well and I love (laughs) what I'm making lately. Yeah. And I just kind of decided, you know what? I'm going to just stop worrying about like getting clients. I'm going to stop worrying about marketing myself. I'm just going to take pictures of what I want to take pictures of. The means to an end. Yeah. I'm going to not care about what I like curating my Instagram feed. I'm just going to. And it's funny because as soon as I stopped like caring so much about like trying to make sure I post the best photo and mm-hmm. a photo that makes sense with my grid and like or all the right stuff, time of the day or, right or yeah the day, <laughs> or using the right hashtags mm-hmm. or whatever um as soon as i did that like things kind of just like fell into place and i love the way that it, like my feed looks now yeah. like my photos i feel like are the better ones that i'm picking like mm-hmm. because i'm not thinking so much about it yep. i think and so it's been really good but i definitely was for a little bit in that place of like setting too high of goals yep. and being too hard on myself and like stressing out about trying to like make photography. Cause I was like, I want to do this full time. I want to be able to quit my job and I still yeah. do. I still do. Yeah. But I think I don't need to have a time limit mm-hmm. or anything. No. So, so yeah. Um, anyways, <laughs> we're at, 21 minutes now Ooh, <laughs> that like took a lot longer than i thought it was, i felt like that was like two minutes but <laughs> um so we are going to just dive into our little intermission musical break Ooh. uh so ben day 
he is a local singer songwriter. So far, everybody that I've played is local. That's in such Utah, a nice you, musician awesome. name, Ben Day. I know. It like, just rolls it's off like the tongue so nice. Green Day. <laughs> <laughs> Green Day. Ben Day. <laughs> One syllable day. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of somebody else. Howie Day. Howie Day. Yeah. He's in there That's with all syllables. the days. That's true. <laughs> um, so he's he's local. I. I think the best way to like find him, go to any events that he's playing would be his Instagram. Um, he has a lot of music on Spotify. Oh. So, so far I've done a lot of features with like people who just have singles out or like they're just starting, which is mm-hmm. awesome. I love to promote those people. Ben has been doing it for a little bit longer mm-hmm. and he has like a couple of like, I don't know if they're full albums or EPs, um, but there's quite a bit of music wow. there. So lots of, lots to choose from and lots to listen to, but this is just one of his songs. So um, this one is called In a Different Time and it is his most popular Spotify song. You know, I like guess at the top of his like mm-hmm. top five or whatever, um, but it's really good and I really, really like it. Um, and if there are any other musicians out there that want to reach out to me, Feel free, um, just DM me or let me know in some way that you'd like me to play your music on the podcast because I always need music. <laughs> it's honestly harder to find than you think. So, <laughs> so yeah. Um, anyway, enjoy. Some doors are meant to open. And some are meant to close Now our tears are fogging up the windows All I've ever wanted Is to love and be loved And I guess that I got it It's just not what I thought that it was So stay a while and hold me Till it's safe for me to leave Give me time so I can stop believing Cause I've never been good at these goodbyes Especially one that's like this Cause the first one to say that she loves me Is the one I could never be with Just close your eyes And think of me I'll close my eyes And hold this dream of loving you All we have left is a visage of what could have been in a different time in a different life Just like that child Who's lost and alone In a foreign land Who's terrified of what's outside Won't you please just take my hand And whisper to me softly 
that even though it hurts, we're still beautiful and so's the whole world. Just close your eyes and think of me. I'll close my eyes and hold this dream of loving you. Oh, we have left is a visage of what could have been in a different time. In a different life I suppose that it's time that I let go Just of you, not of what we knew Even though I know that it's over I will never stop loving you Just close your eyes And think of me I'll close my eyes And hold this dream of loving you Oh, we have left Is a visage of what could have been different time in a different life Once again, that was Ben Day. I think I'm going to look up his Instagram really quick so that I can make sure I get his uh, handle correctly. Where are you, Ben? <laughs> ben. Okay, so his Instagram is ben.day.music. Like, period. Like, dot ben, period, day, period, music. Um, he has a link tree. I'm going to click on it. So he is making a music video. Oh. He has a new album on Spotify. He has a free download of one of his songs, his Apple Music profile, and a YouTube page. Oh, cool, cool. So cool. those are all very good ways to find him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can also look him up on Spotify if you just got Spotify. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and listen to him on there. <laughs> it's funny because you know this because I was talking to Nate. Mm-hmm. Like... I really have never met until Nate and now you, mm-hmm. anybody who hadn't used Spotify. Really? Like, everybody that I know uses Spotify, or they just pretend that they use yeah. Spotify. So, yeah, yeah. I had never, ever been on Spotify before. Wow. I'd been on SoundCloud. And, SoundCloud's good. Yeah. And everybody talks crap on Apple Music, but it just works for me. It just knows me so well. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I mean, whatever works. I'm not going to shame anybody. <laughs> And if you want to get really, really hipster, like eight tracks, eight tracks, eight tra- <laughs> like sleep, sleep playlists on yep. eight tracks. <laughs> I literally use those to in high school all the time. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't have eight tracks anymore. I really should get it. And like <laughs> I found some of my favorite songs on there, but, um, I lost my document. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. Uh, so we're going to get back into the topic and we're going to focus more on the topic now. Um, just like diving into it. So 
the first thing that I want to talk about is what is a comfort zone and why do we get stuck in comfort zones? <laughs> so I guess I'll just talk about this first. Um, uh, a comfort zone, if anybody doesn't know, <laughs> is a place of comfort. It is a zone. And it is basically, the most comfortable place. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's where you feel like, I think the best way to apply it to this situation is like, let's say that you're doing something for a little while and you get into a groove and you kind of like have a routine, you know what to do every single time. Mm -hmm. I think there are a few ways that I've experienced this in my life. At a lot of jobs, I do this like after about a year of like being there, you start to kind of like know what you're doing. Yeah. And I think sometimes your quality of work starts to suffer a little mm -hmm. bit because um, you're like, I can get this done super fast and easy. Um, and also like with photography, I think people get stuck in like editing styles. Like they don't try new things. They're like, I know that this works. Like setting I'm going to do this. Yeah. A lot of people go to the extreme with the comfort zone and use presets every time. Even mm -hmm. if they don't look good, they're like, I'm just going to slap a preset on there and be done. <laughs> and like, yeah, it improves how fast you get things done and like how stressful that thing is or how much time you put into it, but doesn't necessarily help the quality of it. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different ways that you can experience that, but uh, basically, I think people usually get into a comfort zone because of like a routine and because they get used to it. And sometimes I think we don't even really realize mm -hmm. that we're in a comfort zone until you like maybe get forced out of it with something that mm -hmm. you accident. Like with me, I've had a lot of times where I've done a session and I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna, like maybe it's a low light or like maybe it's a time of day I haven't shot before or maybe it's a model that isn't as uh, proficient as like somebody that mm -hmm. I've worked with in the past like maybe it's a client that is like super awkward and doesn't know what to do in front of Me. the camera <laughs> we will see I might take your picture at some point we'll see <laughs> but um yeah and you kind of get forced out of it because you're used to doing a certain thing a yeah. certain way so that's kind of how I've experienced it but what about you yeah, um, it's so weird um, when you start to um, monetize your art because as much as I constantly am trying to get out of my comfort zone, um, the comfort zone does tend to help me when I am working on something that someone is paying me for um, just because that's not necessarily the place I want to experiment yeah. is on something that someone is commissioning me for. Um, I want to get it done, get it done the way that I know it'll look the way that they want it to, yeah. if that makes sense. Um, but I was just talking about it on my Instagram today. Um, my sketchbook is a really good place for me to make a lot of mistakes. Um, I mean, it's embarrassing sometimes, but <laughs> it's really good to try new things that you've never tried before. Um, and I feel like that's the only way my art has improved um i used to think you had to do art with one medium one style one subject um and i didn't realize you could stack things on each other or yeah. do things in different orders and you'd get a completely different result even you know changing the temperature of the room you're in can can change what a painting looks like so yeah um i don't know uh i love my comfort zone but i also 
despise my comfort zone. <laughs> my comfort zone and I have a really love-hate relationship. My comfort zone's gotten me through a lot of things, um, which, I, I mean, I don't think a comfort zone's really that bad. It, it just means you've learned how to kind of cheat the system a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and um, sometimes it works in your favor, but uh, most of the time I would say you'd probably want to try and stay away from it. Yeah, and I think... I mean, that was something that I was thinking about right after I finished talking was like having a comfort zone and being in it isn't necessarily a bad thing. Yes. Like there are times and places to be mm-hmm. there. And I think that it's it shows that you are like starting to really get a handle on what you're doing and like that you understand things. Mm-hmm. But the best way to one of the best ways I wouldn't say the the best way but one of the best ways to um like add to what can be in your comfort zone mm-hmm. to, until you get to the point where you're you have so many things yes, that you're really your good repertoire at of is <laughs> like getting out of it yes. and so you're not going to be able to do something new unless you try something new exactly and you're not gonna be able to get good at that thing unless you fail at it a couple exactly. times first like, I remember in high school I used to only draw I tried to draw anime that was where that I was, started. Yeah. That's why is that where everybody starts? I don't know. It's, it's like cool looking and yes. also somewhat, it's somewhat simple. I mean, it's not too well, hard. Well, I with... think it's simple, but it was so hard for me. And I ended up hating drawing because everything I drew didn't look right. It didn't yeah. look the way I wanted it to. And I realized it was because I was trying so hard to push myself into this box that I didn't fit in. Yeah. Um, yeah, I tried cartooning. I, I did a lot of things in colored pencil. Um, and paint just scared the living daylights out of me. <laughs> paint just, um, you had to go buy supplies and yeah. you had to get the right paper and you didn't know what brand to buy. And, and, and you know, you didn't know how many different sizes of brushes you'd need. So it just really scared me. And I kind of kick myself sometimes in how long it took me to try it yeah. to just pick up a paintbrush and try yeah I I painted for the first time like not like for the first time but <laughs> like as an adult as an adult I was gonna say I like sat down <laughs> and tried to paint something yeah. <laughs> um on like a canvas with mm-hmm. uh acrylic paint I think mm-hmm. I don't know <laughs> Um, my friend like brought it over. We had like a paint night. Uh-huh. It was very fun. <laughs> Love me a paint very night. Very fun. Um, I actually had a paint night with Christina. Yeah, um, she's talked about that. Yeah, a couple times. yeah, it, that was really fun. Yeah, and I, I really, really liked. I liked it at the end. At the beginning, when mm-hmm. we first started, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yep. I kept saying, <laughs> I was like, this is gonna look terrible. I hate this. <laughs> I think I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to keep going. <laughs> and I just kept on powering through and like doing weird stuff. And I don't even know if what I made was good. <laughs> but I think like after I was done with it, I looked at it and I was like, you know what? That's kind of cool. It came a long way. It's kind of cool. I don't know how I did it. I could never recreate it. I always but try. It's good. <laughs> I always try to post pictures like that on my Instagram story because I, I think a lot of people um, sit on social media and they see polished, finished yeah. work. And a lot of people don't realize how horrendous a lot of things look. Yeah. Like the first, especially with watercolor, because with watercolor, you have to layer it on top of itself. Mm. And so the first couple layers just look awful. Like blob of <laughs> yeah. And stuff. even now, even now when I'm doing something that I would say is my quote unquote comfort zone, mm-hmm. I still look back and I look at it. I sit back and I look at it and I say, wow, like 
what are you doing? <laughs> this is not going to work. How am I going to get something out of this? How I am I going to reel it in? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was very, that's one thing about painting specifically that I was very unprepared for. It was, I was like, how is this going to look good? Yeah. Like I tried to approach it the same way that you approach like drawing on a piece of paper mm-hmm. with a pencil. It was like, I'm just going to draw like what I want the finished product to look like uh-huh. instead of what the, like in layers, like you have to think in layers mm-hmm. and like bring out what is yeah define define yeah. define define until and that's the, end. Way, the way yeah. that you actually get like shadows and like interesting like that's how you do light and painting mm-hmm. right is like you kind of layer it and you can anyway i don't know a lot about it but, <laughs> but that's what i learned from my no, one time yeah. <laughs> so see and that's just from one type <laughs> yeah maybe i should paint again I don't know. <laughs> you should um i probably will eventually um so here's a hard one tough one. Oh no <laughs> um i guess how can we apply getting out of the comfort zone to like anyone I, we kind of have but like i think it's hard sometimes when you're in a space like painting or photography it's hard to like help other people relate to what you're trying to say because you only yeah. speak in metaphors in yeah. your own language like it's kind of your own language like mm-hmm. oh yeah like with photography you know i i just always pull my tone curve the same way i don't know like <laughs> you know or like oh like i really love like the film look and i always go to the film look yeah. and maybe i should try something else but um that is that doesn't necessarily apply to like somebody who is chasing a dream as like a realtor yeah. Like, you know, yeah. And so like in a general way, what would you say about like getting out of that and how it can benefit you and like to anybody? I mean, I can, I can answer with like an experience. Okay. Um, I got asked to teach a watercolor course, um, on like a web website. It was like a they recorded my my course. People would tune in for the course, um, and I was completely out of my comfort zone. I had yeah. no idea what I was doing. I'd never taught anyone before, um, and I I although that experience scared the living daylights out of me, and even talking about it now, I'm wringing my hands because it stressed <laughs> me out so much. Um, it made me braver. It made me yeah. a lot braver to step into situations um as someone who um could be a mentor or could know something about something um which was really crazy for me um i a lot of people uh like to or a lot of people like are just like oh how did you learn how to paint did you go to school blah blah blah, blah. like what made you qualified for this and really it's just sitting down watching youtube videos painting along (laughs) and i felt like this fraud that like i hadn't gone through some specific course learning how to do things specifically didn't know the proper terms for things and i realized most people that are successful and most people that do things just wing it (laughs) yeah no i yeah. Like, <laughs> That's exactly I mean, and, and you me can't too. apply that to everything. Like, of course, you don't want your doctor to just wing it, but technically, the first doctor just winged it. Yeah, I, I, they were like, uh, 
let's see if this works yeah (laughs) i might save your life i might not i might kill you faster we'll see but i just realized like the more confident you sound about something people tend to take you more seriously and you start to take yourself more seriously um but yeah i would say getting out of your comfort zone just opens up so many doors and that's coming from someone who has like severe social anxiety it's really weird for me to even be on a podcast (laughs) but um, i was very grateful that you said yes (laughs) i um i i sometimes feel like i'm pushing people into it yeah place but it's good it's good yeah i i'm glad that you're here to experience this with me (laughs) well the whole drive up here i'm like nervous but i but i just kept in the back of my mind that the whole drive home i'm gonna feel better and i'm gonna have something else under my belt that i hadn't done before wow that's so nice that's so great um yeah i i'm thinking to like literally two nights ago I was driving to a photo shoot mm-hmm. and I've done hundreds of them but there's this part of me that like sometimes I will I don't know it's like I get super anxious before a photo shoot mm-hmm. I like fight in my head for like an hour I'm like should I cancel should I like make up something yep. should I like even go and usually it's if I'm doing a photo shoot at a time of day that I'm not used to doing it or like during a part of my day that may be slightly inconvenient for other people. I really like I try really hard to like not uh, get in the way of like taking care of the kids. Like I want to be mm-hmm. here, help with them. Um, I want to be at home when they're awake. Like yeah. I don't want to like sacrifice my family stuff for like photography even though Mm -hmm. I really love photography and so like it was like 8 p.m and I haven't done a shoot that late in like so so long Mm -hmm. and so I was like super nervous like you're saying like the whole drive and but it was exactly and I think part of it was because I have never shot low light except for maybe save one time Mm -hmm. that I've actually liked how it came out like yeah and the person I was shooting with was super excited about it. And I was like, I'm, I'm learning, I'm, I'm getting better at it, but I don't mm-hmm. know if I'm there yet. Like, and I still don't know yet cause I haven't edited them, <laughs> but I feel really good about them. And after we were done, like it was so fun. And like, I felt really good as soon as they like showed up. Yeah. Like, and there's been so many experiences in my life where I've just had to push myself to the point where I was doing the thing that I was yes. about to do. And it's the anticipation, like, uh, coming up to it, like, mm-hmm. leading up to that moment that is scary. Yeah. And I think that applies to, like, even things like skydiving. Like, people always yeah. say, like, it's so scary until you jump out. And then it's, like, awesome. Yes. It feels great. Yeah. And so I've been trying really hard to, like, push myself in every way that way. Yeah. And one thing that I just wanted to mention when you were, you were talking earlier was, um, like how stepping out of your comfort zone can like build your courage. Yeah. And specifically, like, I feel like every single time that you do something that's, that you're not used to, or like do something new or like get freaked out, but do it anyway, Mm -hmm. that is just like a building block and it gives you so much more potential and it also helps you so that next time that you're at one of those experiences, you're more likely to do it. Yes. And I think the more that you get out of that comfort zone, the 
the bigger your comfort zone grows mm-hmm. into those spaces. And exactly. so um, eventually, like a lot of things you'll be able to do, even if you're still nervous about them, you yes. at least have the confidence that you're like, okay, if I just do it, I know that in the end it will be good. Yeah. And so I think that's one of the biggest values for everybody mm-hmm. is just that like once once you start to like do things that scare you, you can do more things that scare you. Yeah. And the things that scare you are where you're going to like grow the most and succeed the most. Yeah. Like it's it's crazy how many opportunities in my life I've been held back from because of fear. Mm-hmm. And you look back after you've done something and you're like, really? I was that scared about it. I was that worried about it. And I mean, um, it's it it gives you such a sense of, I, I it sounds cheesy, but it just feels, it's just such a big sense of accomplishment. It's just like, oh my gosh, like I can do it. And next time I not only know I can do it, but I know how to do it better than I did it this time. Um, but yeah, I... I think it's really good to get out of your comfort zone. And like I said, that's coming from someone who is very, Stays very nervous. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I love my home. I love staying yeah. in. I'm borderline agoraphobic. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, but yeah, like, and not arts brought me that, um, a lot of experiences can bring people that. Um, and yeah, I feel like comfort zones, are in almost every aspect of everyone's life no matter what you do there's something that you do that you know you're good at and you know you can succeed in but deep down you know you can do it just a little bit better if you do it just a little bit of a different way (laughs) yeah and I I think there's also I don't know people always say like adversity brings the most growth yeah and like I one of the things that I always say, like in a lot of different situations is like, I've survived something like this before. And so yes. I can survive it again. Or like I've survived something worse than this. Yes. And so I can do this. Um, and like, I think back to like when I was like 13 and I signed up for some like singing competition, I totally botched it, mm-hmm. cried the whole way home. I was like sobbing, felt terrible <laughs> about myself was like, I'm never going to sing again. I'm never going to get in front of an audience again. And like after that point, I survived and I was in shows like constantly on the stage, singing in front of people, acting in front of people, dancing in front of people. I joined a performing team. Like I ended up performing for like this world-class director from Branson, Missouri. Like it was this big thing. And like I did all that and if I had given up after I like had that really hard experience, then I don't think that any of that would happen. No. And it was because after that experience, I pulled myself back together Mm -hmm. and I said, okay, I have an audition for this show that I want to do. And I know I want to do it, but I'm so scared that I'm going to botch it again. But it couldn't possibly be as bad yeah. as like <laughs> singing terribly in front of hundreds of people, right? <laughs> like, and so that's kind of how I've gotten through a lot of things. Is it's like even like financially, like yeah, with family stuff. Like it's like you know what? When I was first married, we were broke for months, and mm-hmm. we made it. Like we survived. It's yep. fine. And so like even though this month is hard, it's okay. It's like, okay. We'll, we'll be fine. Like yeah. I know we will be. I'll figure it out. Like, <laughs> 
And just having that confidence like makes it so much easier to do things. And so, yeah, because you might not have um, the means or the tools to um, achieve what you're saying you're going to achieve. But a lot of times it's just knowing that you're going to achieve it that will get you through. There's a lot of um, instances in my life I could say that about um, if you... I mean, you kind of have to hype yourself up. You kind of just have to like, I know, I don't want to say lie to yourself, <laughs> but I mean, give yourself the hope and give yourself the, um, I, I believe in yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking of all like <laughs> all those Inspiration. cheesy, yeah, believe, be yourself, believe in yourself. Yes. But, um, it, it's true. Like, um, how do you expect other people to believe in you if you don't believe in you? (laughs) How do you expect people to be hyped about what you're doing if you're not hyped about what you're doing? So even if you can tell, yes, exactly. So even if you're not hyped or feel confident in what you're doing, you need to at least convince, convince yourself that (laughs) if that makes sense. Totally. Totally. (laughs) I think that's a really good place to end the episode. So we're going to wrap up, but, um, Tell everybody one more time where to find you and how to (laughs) commission stuff and how to like interact with you and get some of your sweet art into their homes because I need, (laughs) I need to know. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm color by the caramel girl on Instagram. Um, No spaces, no underscores, no anything. Um, Yeah. I do commission work. Um, I have a highlight on Instagram that will give you all the information about um, commissions you can just email me dm me whatever i would love to hear from you guys um yeah if you like weird creepy bizarre pretty art (laughs) (laughs) um yeah give me a follow i'm also on facebook but i who uses facebook yeah (laughs) pretty much you should delete your facebook i'm a huge advocate of this (laughs) pretty much yeah so hit me up on instagram i'm on there cool um yeah i think that's about it so we will say Goodbye. <laughs> I don't know. I never know <laughs> how to start, end, or anything. What did Nate so say we'll last episode? Say, I don't even know. <laughs> I think you said it in German. <laughs> I don't even know. I'll just say yeah. uh, ciao. Ciao. Doors are meant to open, and some are meant to close.